Cliffcentral.com and this is Carly. I'm so sorry I missed it last week, but this time I am here and this is Rookies and Rockstars with myself, uh, Miss Prue, who's still sorting out her cables on her, on her earphones. And of course, the <laughs> lovely Jade, who's finally looking like she's got a preggy tummy. Oh, wow. Yay. Amazing. Thanks for that. No, How are you feeling, by the way? Um, I'm pretty, feeling pretty sif. It's, um, I've had the most <laughs> horrendous morning sickness and li- li- like literally vomiting five to ten times a week. Still. Yeah. And you are what? Fifteen 16 weeks? Sixteen on Saturday. Weeks, yeah. I'm pushing through. It is what it is. It's there. So I'm just keeping my eye on the Prize. September must roll on. <laughs> yeah. So it's happening in September. It's happening in well, that's that's what they mm. say. That's what they say. <laughs> and, and we know that there's one. We know that there's one. one if, I, I'm not surprised. I will be actually. I won't be surprised if, if there's two. Su- if there's two, based on the size of my belly. Wow. No, 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 no. no, no, no. You're supposed to start showing now. Yeah. It's, it's all good. It's all normal. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, <laughs> we, we are back. The trio is together. Yes. The trifecta. I trifecta. The trifecta. Well, last week I had, I had some errands to do, you know, being a said home mom and looking after kitties and stuff. And this week I've actually brought my two little ones with me. So I'm hoping they behave. I've got Indiana and Madison Bell sitting on the lovely yellow funky chairs in the, in the, um, in the waiting area. Studio lounge. Look, we Studio have our lounge. eyes on them. I yes. think they're going to behave. They're very sweet girls. <laughs> they are. And obviously. They seem sweet, yes. <laughs> it's, um, the beginning of a month, April the 1st. Yes. And so kick starting with, um, motivation for your month. And I could not Fantastic. think. Fantastic. I love mm. that. Yeah. And mm. I could not think of a better way to just delve into design and what's going on within that industry in this country. And we are very, very privileged to have the wonderful and very unique um, after conversation or fair, which is so encouraging to see people doing things their way, mm-hmm. not just what everyone else expects you to do. Yes. The wonderful Suzanne Haynes, welcome. Thank you very much. It's nice, lovely to be here. Yay. Awesome. And uh, as soon as I walked through the, the lounge, the studio lounge, I actually recognized it. I was like, hey, I know you. We, we've got a history. I just can't place your face or, or where you're from. But it was from, um, from, yeah, from UJ. UJ. Or, yeah, Rao. Yeah, Back yeah, in yeah, the day, it was Rao. Yeah, yes. Once Afrikaans like University. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now we just call it UJ. Now, you did you do the same degree as me? How did you I did actually in? do the same degree. Okay. So then, um, and, and now? Well, basically what happens in terms of career trajectory is um, I wrote in for uh, Owl Bursary through Owl Magazine oh, yeah. um, whilst I was studying because um, I've always wanted to do fashion so okay. I thought let me just get a degree first and then I'll go do fashion because you know kind of who does fashion yeah and I mean so it scares the parents you know when you say something like that so yeah. <laughs> um, but being like a very much an artist and all of that it just I just had to do it and then um, I won the bursary oh, wow. and wow. off I went so yeah yeah that is incredible <laughs> and I mean it's if you if you look at our degree our media degree it's mm. it's part and parcel that goes with fashion because a lot of fashion and trends and everything is on TV that's where it's portrayed communication so, yes, you know everything's about, about yeah. communication mm. and mm. what you communicate with fashion exactly so exactly. so after your bursary or your training then what yeah so um i i studied and whilst i was studied um i think it's incredibly important to be active within the industry. So I did a lot of um, fashion illustration. And from there, I met people and I was a stylist and I actually worked in the film industry for a oh, while. wow. Yeah, so... Um, so did you get of, to style the big Hollywood a- A-listers? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did commercials for things like Omo and Coca-Cola. Oh, no, However, man, you must tell people. <laughs> 
but it teaches you a lot and I'm really glad that I did that mm. because it taught me how to work hard you know I mean working in the media industry it is crazy so mm. um, and I did that and then um, I've always wanted to do it um, and so I slowly started the label Baby Steps I always say Baby Steps Solid Steps and here I am nice so is that what the label's called no 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 no, no. I'd say no 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 I think, I think the thing is don't, <laughs> go, don't go too big too fast you know okay. make sure you know what you're doing and um, solid yes. who have you worked with that you had the pleasure of working with um, geez, there's so many people. I mean, it's, it's not really always about all the famous people. It's about, you know, sometimes if you make a dress for the mother of the bride and she's absolutely so happy, that gives me great satisfaction. So, but I have, I've worked with, um, international stars and, and you can name drop, person, it's okay. No, man, <laughs> I'm <not excited. laughs> Um, your, your career kind of like, it's, you work with everybody all the time. So, um, and that's the nice thing is that we, we get to, to play around and actually really kind of interact. And, and every scenario and every person is different So it's kind of cool, it's fun Awesome And the way you mention working with everybody What do you think How do you think the perception of South Africans should change In terms of us believing you guys work in competition Rather than collaborating with each other Okay, so that is one thing that's very, very close to my heart um, I think people always think fashion is kind of like quite bitchy And um, we're all out to get each other It's not, it's a hard industry and we work crazy hard. It is not glam. It's like 3% glam. That's it. Maybe the odd glass of champagne every now and then at an event. That's it. We get our hands dirty and we work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we can't always do everything ourselves. And I believe firmly that designers should collaborate. So I've got a whole bunch of designer friends. Um, I will phone them up and say, listen, this is not my area of expertise. You do that. Can you help me out? And it's always worked. So recently I organized a pop-up shop at Melrose Arch where my store is located. And we got a whole bunch of designers in and we said, listen, I'm not not going to charge you anything just come and sell things and it worked so beautifully so <laughs> if they do well i do well you know we cannot fight against each other so for me that's that's very interesting and um also in terms of design um there is a designer out there for every customer so there's not not necessarily one kind of style needs to work so there's no you cannot win in design you just have to stay true to your signature and then it everybody wins that's my philosophy. I heard you mention that you've got a store. Is that? Yes. Am I hearing correct? <laughs> yes, yes. That it is, is incredible. Yeah, it's um, it's in Melrose Arch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a flagship store. We've been there for about two and a half years now, and Fantastic. it's it's beautiful. And another part of design is um, I design the interior with um, sculptors that I work with. So every single fitting, everything is kind of completely sculpted in and around an experience. So it's quite a fun thing. And what's the store called? Suzanne Haynes. Oh, well, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> That's a flagship store, so yes. you've got others. Uh, no, no, no. That's the first one. So, okay. we, yeah, we right. get the, the solid steps, baby steps. Baby you know, steps. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, textures, because you, you, you mm. mentioned sculpting. Yes. Chat us through textures and how you use those mm. in where you are with your design now. Okay. So, um, you know, fashion for me is... Uh, aspirational and I want to create an emotion and so I always believe that fashion cannot inspire fashion so sculpture, architecture, travel a noise, a smell, whatever all of that needs to translate into an emotion that I communicate visually so sometimes I work with things like concrete or I work with cork or I work with plastic doll's eyes or whatever it may be and you kind of create a new texture around it um, so within that you can grow a silhouette so for instance let's say concrete I did a collaboration with PPC Cement um, and people think, how what, how can you do concrete? I mean, it's a solid, it's a masculine, it's it's hard. How do you trans?
translate that into fashion. And so I made these wearable sculptures that the models actually did end up wearing wow. on the runway. That is wow. incredible. Yeah. And, and so were they lightweight? I mean, concrete's quite heavy. It's kind of heavy, but yeah, you know, the models are strong. Yeah. So, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's, it really just kind of, uh, it was in and around um, certain parts of the body where it can rest. Um, and the thing about that was, which was interesting is taking a, um, a substance that shouldn't be used in a certain way mm. and kind of like using it in a trompe way where people don't know that it's concrete. So, as the girls walked out, some of it moved and some of it didn't, and it looked like there were these wow. dripping sculptures oh around them. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have pictures? Is any is there anywhere people yes. can go to see? Yes, these? on the website, Cezanne's dot com. Oh yeah. wow! So I'm going there. Yeah. I'm actually on your website right oh, now. Yes. Oh, I'm going through the wedding gowns that you've done. Ah, yes. And I love them because like, I, I'd like to think that I'm the future, um, bride to be, like yes. even five or ten years. So yes. I'm going through them and, and I'm actually loving them. Um, what I want to know is how did you move from, um, fashion, clothing and go straight into architectural stuff? Um, the thing is, I think it actually started with architectural things. Um, and so it's about inspiration, but you know, it's not always the crazy wild things. Um, you take an idea that is, is quite conceptual and you can water it down and then we end up with bridal. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people always know that I, for, for instance, can do bridal, but I think as design, you can, for me, I want to design everything. I always kind of joke, I would love to design an aeroplane or a shoe or whatever. So, um, it's about creating the beauty with, within the context of what it needs to be. So that the architecture filters down into a bridal thing yes it is so beautiful i cannot <laughs> wait to see the, the pictures i will i will now um in the beginning you said you you're different every every designer is different but what differentiates yeah. you from any mm-hmm. other designer i think it's innovation i think it's okay. um you know you I was kind of like slightly motivated by fear. And I'll tell you why. Because um, <laughs> if, if it scares me, I want to do it. So if it's something that I don't know how to work with or um, if I've never seen it before, I want to do that. So I think that's for me, is it's the innovation. It's about doing things that are completely different. However, there always needs to be a bit of a signature. So I think my signature is that. It's the artistry. It's about incorporating art. It's about collaboration. So I work quite often also with sculptors, um, with other artists. And that's the only way in terms of creative force is to collaborate so it's yeah artistry collaboration so if a super wealthy person had to come to you and say i want this Mm -hmm. and it was completely out of your range and something that you wouldn't necessarily do would you still take on the project if it was against or Um, not really your your vibe yeah well i think the thing is uh, also collaboration. So I will say this is not necessarily my area of expertise mm-hmm. or my aesthetic. Um, maybe we can take that as an idea or as a concept and move it a little bit towards what I do. Okay. However, um, we can, we, I work with people. So, and then I think it's a very symbiotic thing. So we need to feel each other out if it's a client and see if we work together. And then of course, then the, at the end of the day, it will be perfect. So. And how do you go about pricing your, Oh, it's a very complicated structure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, no, no. We price it properly. Um, I always say that, you know, just because of, um, fame or celebrity doesn't mean you have to price things out of the water because the consumer knows the consumer is clever. So, Mm. um, I think it needs to be fair and I think it needs to be accessible. So everybody needs to win. Um, it just, it it can't be something people need to wear the clothes and they need to have them. So it, it can't be priced out of the water at all. For a person that wa- that's sitting at home, maybe they want to learn about fashion, but they, they're not really sure if they want to do it. 
what is it? What are the tasks of a fashion person like for you when you wake up in the morning? What is it that uh. you start doing um, when you get to the office? Do you start making dresses or do you schedule stuff? Okay. How does a day in a fashion oh, designer geez. go? Okay, every day is different, <laughs> which is fine, which is cool. Uh-huh. I like nice. that. It keeps you on your toes. Exactly. Of, of course, of course. Um, a general day starts with I get to the office. Um, I've got all my seamsters work there. I've got a whole bunch of interns um, and me and my business partner, and we go through a meeting of what we need to do. So either it's a meeting of, okay, you have to be on radio now or mm-hmm. you have to, um, you know, I'm going to go back now and actually start fitting bridesmaids dresses and then I have to design things that I'm doing a show in Portugal for. So every day is different. Um, but you, I, I physically work and I, mm-hmm. I do patterns and I fit the clients and there's none of that sitting somewhere in a glass tower mm-hmm. and sketching. No, you get your hands <laughs> dirty and you make stuff. So it really, de- it's, it's all, it depends. But for me, what I love is being in the studio and creating and making new things. So, yeah, that's it pretty much. Patterns mm. and all sorts of stuff like that. What are so you cool. currently working on? Like, what are we dis- detracting you from? <laughs> what were you supposed to be doing? A bridesmaid right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I did that this morning. Um, um, I'm busy working on a show. Yeah, you know. I'm busy working on a show in Portugal. Um, wow. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. And I'm doing something again that scares me a little bit. So I'm going to be reinventing African prints, which uh, is something I've never done. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make that into something wow. new. Yeah. So in terms of African print, are you speaking like innovating shui shui? Innovating shui shui. Amazing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so where do you start? I have no idea. We'll start somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, every collection is different. So for me, I felt like this is something that I want to do. I'm also representing South Africa. Um, so people always have this idea of what is shwe shwe, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It can be something completely different. Um, so... Uh, uh, it starts with a feeling. It always starts with an emotion. And then from there we try and, uh, basically I'm going to try and make the fabric myself and paint and I don't, I don't know. I have <laughs> questions right now. And, and how are, are you grateful for the fact that you're not just into fashion and that mm. you're also an artist with yes. the sculpturing ability plus yes. the design of fabric. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Because for me, it's not about fashion. Fashion can't inspire fashion. Everything else needs to be. So it's more about being creative. And it's about creating emotions and ideas and thought process and the innovation part of it. Um, and then artistry comes in very strongly with that. So um, I would be bored if it was just about mini skirts and, and tops and things. It needs to be something that's unique and different. And I think that's what sets the brand apart. And did it start for you at all when you won that competition or did you know, it start I, actually, before? Actually, I wanted to go study to be a sculptor. That's ah. where it started. And then something clicked in me and I said, but why can you not sculpt with fabric? It's just purely a different medium. And that's when I wrote in for Al. And then from there I studied and yeah, it's just, you know, everything in life, you're going to have to go with it. So one little step after another and uh, you just follow, follow. And I actually at one point I didn't think I was going to be a designer when I was styling for years. Um, and then I just thought, ah, go with your gut and yeah. And look at you now. Mm, yeah. Exactly. And now how much, um, input do you have when it comes to the actual show and the catwalk and the design oh, everything. thereof? Everything, everything. Um, so I'm what does a typical like catwalk look like for <laughs> you? Hectic. <laughs> um, we, from making the music, we make the music ourselves. Oh, do you? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. the AV is done. The AV even gets shot by, um, me and my collaborators. Um, the models get chosen, the way that they walk, you walk with, with the show producers, the sets that we build. So, I mean, I've done shows where I actually literally 
stapled guns to set myself. So, yeah. it ha- but it has to be that because mm-hmm. it's an entire thing. You know, I want people to have good experience. Exactly. Yeah. So everything is kind of engineered around what you want to do. So there's no point in making a beautiful show and then, you know, the, I mean, I've done things where I've put smell into the air so that people, oh, when they think wow. about that, when they smell it again, you, you have this kind of olfactory thing and you remember the memories, it. Yeah. 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 You know, I was at the fashion week, um, the past, was it two weeks ago? Yes. Um, so I saw how the whole thing was put together. So what fascinates me is that the model walks in. Literally in less than a minute, she has changed into a totally different outfit. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy what backstage. It backstage? is crazy backstage. I never raise my voice except when I'm backstage. <laughs> and and so I said to everybody, I love you guys, but I'm not going to say please and thank you. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's really hectic and people don't, it's that mad scramble, but it's mm-hmm. such a nice energy also. Mm, so she's very calm and all of that. And then she mm. comes out and we literally rip the stuff off her. I've actually done a show where I cut the clothes off the girl to get her wow, into something. Because it's just faster It's about that, way. that moment and mm-hmm, that picture mm-hmm. and that feeling so i can always remake it, of course you know, so. of course we okay, try not okay. to do that too often. <laughs> how big is your team and how good are you at delegating because it sounds like you're very hands-on yes but you're gonna i mean you would burn burn yourself mm. to the ground if you had to do everything yourself yes i've got a business partner and she basically runs my life so okay. which is very very important um because it's not all about moira. The, hello moira yeah. <laughs> i actually studied with yeah. moira yeah. Moira was great she's she, you're awesome yes nice yeah. nice little Thank partnership you, going on there so she basically does so, all the, yes, the, all the admin stuff and, and it's it's super it's vitally important because yes you can do all the artistry and make things and build these castles in the sky but fundamentally we need to eat so mm. it's mm. about getting through all of that stuff and so it's her and and then we've got um, studio managers and things like that. And I believe very much in um, internships. So I've got oh, a big okay. internship program and an apprenticeship program. That is fantastic because that's yeah. where you started. I mean, well, if it wasn't much, for Al giving mm, you that little bit of a break. Exactly, exactly. So it's about being hands-on. So mm. I've always got about five to six interns that um, kind of generate around and we kind of between three and nine months. Um, and yeah, my seamsters. So we're about a team of 14. Wow, and that's Including crazy. the shop staff. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Um, and while we're still on the ramp, I yes. just, I just would love to understand how you managed to merge and marry sculptured huts with what you were showing in fabric and on, on, on the design side. Uh, for the last collection? Yes. Okay. So the collection was entitled The Wanton. Um, and it was about this kind of ethereal beauty. She's kind of a little bit of a ghost. She doesn't know. It's very like kind of spooky kind of quality. Um, also like slightly the wanton, you know, she's a little bit sexy as well. So, um, I worked with a sculptor called Sebrand Vigir and he made these beautiful casts for me of, um, skulls and bows and bones and things. But I didn't want it to look like skulls and bows and bones. So we put them all together and we sewed them onto lapels. And then for the skull, parts, instead of you seeing the, the kind of eyes of the skull, it was put onto the head and then the hair was woven around it so that it just My looks like goodness. this interesting, and then I covered avant-garde. that with beads because, mm. yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. avant-garde, yeah, so it's just if I haven't seen it before, then we want to do it so that's how we, we I love play. the fact that you're always pushing the boundaries, you have to, otherwise you just, otherwise you just replicate yourself mm. and it's mm-hmm. kind of boring, yeah. yeah, so you just like play, because we can and the nice thing is it's a commercial art form that we get to do, um, but we can do whatever we want to And one of the last commercial art forms That you can actually just go There's nobody telling me That yeah. I can't put plastic bags on a ramp I could do whatever I want to mm. Which is such a cool thing to be able to do That yeah. is amazing Yes, it is, totally How, how does someone in Portugal find you? 
I don't, maybe there's a Moira question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just through your work. Yeah, I think wh- through the work. Um, yeah, people do research and I've been featured in a lot of international publications and things like that. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's a small world these days. So if they look for something and something kind of comes up and that's how it happens. So, um, for that's me, like so showing awesome. in Portugal is so much more fun because I believe in, like, it's a different, I would much rather do Portugal in, for instance, London because you go there, see the culture, experience something new and maybe that inspires a whole other new collection so it's kind of fun yeah absolutely. Yeah, and prawns and beer that's kind of fun too. it's quite interesting that they want to innovate shui shui like what is the no no it was my concept oh yeah. wow yeah. oh yeah. so you really do push yourself yeah i, I don't know exactly. how i'm gonna do this but hey <laughs> portugal why don't we innovate why shui shui? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. i want to know like do you feel now that you've done a lot, a lot of things. You feel that you're at a point where you've reached your peak, or do you feel that you can actually no, do a whole you, lot more? No, you have to. You have to keep on going. I always say my worst enemy because I would think, how am I going to top the show? And then I'm just like, okay, you're fine. You can do something. You can do so, it. Mm. No, when you le- when you rest on your laurels, then that is dangerous territory mm. to be. You cannot ever be complacent. Otherwise, people are going to not feel that integrity within your brand. And I feel like I've only just begun. I mean, there's so many things to do out there. So. No, no, the peak is quite fast. Though. The world is your design <laughs> oyster. Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned the internship. How do people get hold of you? Do they just go to your website? Okay. Um, we, we launched the internship in and around August, September. Um, they can go to the website and mm-hmm. then they send their entries through. Um, so all of the information is on the website, yes. And, and what should they send? Because I think... Oh, I was there's just a whole brief and oh, a thing. Oh, is there? No, we, no we, we, there's a whole questionnaire and a brief and a thing. And then I really go through it and, and see who's the best candidate for the Oh, for the wow. Okay, because I was, I was just watching, before we bring in our, our next kind of fashion guest, I was just watching how she was... I think it's quite intimidating when you're a newbie and you're talking to Suzanne Hayes. No. You know, she's like, I was, like I show was, me some work. And she's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome that you've clearly stated what you want, how you want to see it, how it must be submitted. Yes. Because no, often absolutely. people no, don't do that. there needs to be a parameter. Absolutely. If somebody says to you design anything, then where do you start? Okay. So, Amazing. No, a parameter and it just says kind of like all sorts of things. So, yeah. Cool. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so, so much for joining Thank us. Thank you. And um, we, we, as you say, we've got a newbie in the fashion industry coming up after the next song, but you will be here chatting to her as yes. well. So hopefully you can pass on some of your pearls of wisdom yes. to, our, to our next <laughs> guest. Um, in the meantime, since Chris Brown is is heading to our shores, if not today, tomorrow. Did you guys know that Chris Brown's here again? He's in the country already. Again, yeah, he's been mm. here. Like, hello. He's done that. But yeah, he's, he's performing somewhere. The wife somewhere. beater, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we shouldn't play. Come on, man. Just it's, saying. His music he's is not good. a wife beater. He's not married. Oh, sorry. Okay, the woman beater. Wait. My bad. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, not a, that's not a good Makes way good to music. introduce the song. I know, okay, like, his hello. music's good, but he's senile. Okay. okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Chris Brown, yep, he's hitting the shores again. Whether you love him or not, he's got some good music. Hey? I know. Okay, Give fun. him that, Jade. Fun. Well, this is Rookies and Rockstars, and it's the first show of the month, which means we're motivating you for the month ahead. So whether it may be fashion that you're into, design, sculpting, architecture, then uh, make sure you're sitting right in front of your PC, your phone, your computer, your laptop, and um, stay tuned for the next half hour on cliffcentral.com. And if you've missed the first half of the show, then you missed our beautiful chat with Suzanne Haynes. Um, you can always download our 
podcast uh, to hear what inspires her and her kinds of design because it really is a different style that you've got going on and, and it's truly unique. Not uniquely South African, it's uniquely Cezanne, which is amazing. But we're now joined by another up-and-coming designer. Yes, yeah, so Zandile and Corsi is with us in studio. Have I said that right? Uh, yeah, you said uh, White right. people never say black names right, eh? Zandile and Corsi. Like, oh, so funny. It's so, like when we say mpo. Oh, no. Mpo. It's not a double M. It's Zandi, so it's easier. Oh, it's changed. It's Zandi Hapa. Oh. It's my guardian father's surname. Okay. Stage name. Um, or have you literally changed it? No, I've changed it. Nice. Yeah. I okay. love it. Good mm. for you. Why not? Zandi yeah. Hapa. So, I mean, you're here because you've recently won the Sansui Cup Prize. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, basically, it was we had to um, present our open range, basically. Um, uh, well, fr- I'm from Design School, Southern Africa, and... Um, um, at the end of each year, we have to present like six garments, and um, one of them had to be the showstopper garment. And the Sansui um, um, host race people then um, asked design schools out in Africa if they could sh- um, showcase some of their students' um, garments. And um, I was basically one of them, and um, my dress was then chosen as one of the, the finals. Ultimate. Yeah. So it was one of the finals, or did you win like um, overall? I I won overall. That is wow! Absolutely, and th- absolutely. these these um, dresses or outfits weren't for the horses, folks. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. All the jockeys, <laughs> all the jockeys. <laughs> but that was in. And did you get them displayed at the Sensory Summer Cup? What um, happened from there? Yes, it was. Um, it was basically a fa- um, a fashion show on the stage, and. Um, oh, wow. And the last, the last dress, basically, I had to walk around with my model and, like, you know, people oh, asked questions oh, and, like, mm. had to answer and things like that. So, so what, what kind of style did you go for for the cup, for the, the competition? Um, well, the, my style, well, with the first five garments, mm-hmm. the style was basically going back to go forward, looking at, um, all, I mean, old and like, you know, classical. Like vintage style. Yeah, vintage mm-hmm. style Lace going on. And yes, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, but then incorporate, incorporating it with like new, new works. Like, um, new and like, kind of like avant-garde theme going on. Oh, avant-garde, there's our word. There's our avant-garde. <laughs> okay, good. Suzanne, there we go. <laughs> I tried going with that. And, mm-hmm. um, the sixth dress basically was, um, the the theme was Ecoli, um, place of gold, which was what the Sansui gave us as a brief. Okay. Um so we had to design a dress that's like appropriate and wow for like, you know, the the Ecoli culture. Mm. So what I, is what is the Egoli culture? Like how does that look? Like the go the Egoli culture basically recently. Yeah. What's happening right now. Like um a lot of people are going for what's glamorous and um, at the same time, what's traditional and, um, things like that. So it's big, bold, traditional wear with big hats. And because I'm trying to picture the Sansui Cup, people go all out for that mm, event. Yeah. So if you're trying to incorporate Egoli, I can, I can see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how did your life change after you won the overall prize? Did you maybe get designers coming to you and wanting your help? Like what happened? Did anything change after that? Um, yes, yeah, so well, I got a few phone calls offering me job opportunities, which was very nice. 
and um, I well they with the price came the money and <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically offered an opportunity to start my own range and like take wow. it out there and yeah have you started working on it um yes but not in depth but like I have started with like a few designs that like I want to take out and so Suzanne, you've hmm. been here before. Yes. I mean, it, it, not everyone gets the fifteen thousand rand head start, no. which is wonderful. <laughs> but what? It, no, it's, it's it's interesting because I also did the Sunsuri Cup. I was one of the finalists. Oh wow! Um, and um, another well-respected designer, Tula Cindy, also did the Sunsuri mm. Cup. So I think it's kind of a, it's a great thing to start out. You know, when a, as a as a, a young designer and a, also students, I believe you're still studying. Mm. Um, it's great experience, yeah. um, and it's a, it's an awesome thing to do and I mean it's amazing that you won fantastic and you have to use that money for your range and and you know really just start out your career and it's wonderful um, to have that opportunity yes. to actually see how things work which is it's it's awesome it's a great yeah. platform to launch Absolutely. yourself as well yes. and also just to to identify yourself um, and what differentiates you from others I mean you're, you're up against fellow students from your own school, against yeah. other fashion mm-hmm. schools. So, I mean, the competition's tough. So it's a, it's a good platform to say, this is me. I've arrived. Yes, I may still be studying, but this but is what I'm capable of. Mm. Yeah. No, exactly. For, for, for Zandi to have a, a platform like this, how would you, Suzanne, advise her to use the platform that she has? Because, you know, sometimes it's not easy to start something and be at a certain level and no. continue. So how would you advise her to continue from where she is? Yeah. I think the thing is learn, 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 yeah. learn. Work, work, work. You're gonna you know what not every range is gonna be perfect, so but you can always do another one. So always have integrity. Um and I always say that there's a there's a customer out there for every single designer. So you have to have to have integrity and listen to your gut and Never, never be inspired or like, or copy anything that mm, you see in no. fashion. Do something that mm. is new and innovative and use that money that you have. And, you know, I started out, I bought one meter of fabric and I made a dress. Then from that money. For, uh, for, for a little person, yeah, a child. Yeah, a little person. <laughs> Just <laughs> <off>. <laughs> But with that money that I made from that dress, I could then buy three meters. Mm. And you have yeah. to do things like mm. that and reinvest in your you business small. all the time. Mm. Absolutely start small. Um, and know that you can only ever learn. I'm still learning every single day. So mm. um, you're not going to be a super, super famous superstar right off the bat um, because nobody really is. You just keep on plugging at it and work super True. hard. Yeah. Now, to both of you, every single season, a new fashion design or trend comes along, especially from overseas, especially from America. So if they've been wearing it last fall or the UK or whatever, then we now jump on the bandwagon. How are you trying to create your... Oh, that wasn't me. I'm controlling the desks, but that was Miss Prue. How do you go about <laughs> trying to maintain your in individualism, but at the same time give the customers what they want? They want the trends. They want to be in the pinstripes or whatever the latest fashion is. How do you, how do you still try, stay true to your own designs? Um, basically you need to understand, I, I feel that you need to understand what your customer wants. Mm-hmm. And if your customer is coming to you, um, coming to me specifically, they need to understand the style of work in which I'm doing at that specific time. But also I need to make sure that I make her comfortable in it and also make sure that like the garment that she's asking for is achieved. And also not only for this specific time being, but also something that she can grow 
she can grow into okay. Like something that is also Not just something that is only old school But then something If she does want something that's old school But it can be something that like Can still be incorporate, um, incorporated Into the new the new, the new and or, the latest yes, trend, yeah. basically. And what if something comes out and you think it's absolutely hideous and you would never design something like that? But say like a Woolworths says, we want to stock <laughs> your brand or your label and they want you to design these, and I don't know, bulks. pencil skirts that look like this and you're just <laughs> like, oh, would you actually turn down the work, Suzanne? Um, I think integrity within your brand is incredibly important. So for me, I probably would. Would you? I think if it's, if it's not with what the brand profile is doing and how I feel, and especially coming from an art perspective more than fashion purely per se, um, I think it just does you a disservice. So maybe mm. that small project would be, it might be lucrative within the small run. In the long run, it's going to confuse your customer. Mm. Okay, there we go. Yeah, because I think that's what's that's what's been so encouraging mm. to hear from you is that I think South Africans battle with being who they are. It's so important. It's so important because you you have that you have that capability of doing that. You have that capability of setting yourself apart. And I mean, you can only be the best you. So just do it. You know, that's what I think. So it, yeah. it's it's very important for me to. It's like very stay, hard stick to, to your guns. Mm. The, very the much. Western influence, and you know, mm. we're. we're Bombarded with the movies and music and everything, yeah. left, right, and center, all the magazines. It's this is what the A listers are wearing, so exactly. we should be, you know. Yeah. But what I've seen lately is that a lot of African, a lot of designers are going the African route that touching into maybe a bit of African this and mm-hmm. urbanizing it, mm-hmm. which is so good. Mm. Well, that's the that's the project. Yeah, exactly. On. That's yeah. your project. Like David Clarley as well. I mean, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. you look at his work and you can tell that is South African. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, Africa is such a rich source of inspiration. So it's, it's amazing. Why not? Mm. And what advice, on would you have for Zandile? You found your Moira. Yes. Um, find a Moira. So, <laughs> but, but, but how? Because, um, I mean, that's, I, it's a really hard thing to find. Yes, I used to do it all by myself, and I could not do it. And small things, like you don't get your interviews, you actually don't chase up payments because you're busy running and cutting and buying the fabric and all of that. So at the end of the day, to be able to be innovative and creative and doing all that fun stuff, you need the money for it. True. So you have to do the things that bring in the bread and butter, which will then give you free. So within that scope is really look at your business and maybe not everybody does find a business partner, but then train yourself in terms of business that it is not all about the glam. It's not all about, always about the innovation. 95% of my day really is about business and mm. strategizing and taking care Meetings. of HR and mm. like, you know what I yeah. mean? That kind yeah. of stuff. So, but get, get that. And when you've got that sorted, then you're going to give yourself scope to fly. Sandy, you like at the beginning of your career, like everything is about to start. Yeah. Who would you like to see yourself working with in future? Um, I would, I'd really like to see myself working with a lot of people, like um, the greatest like designers in South Af- the greatest designers in South Africa right now, and also not just only the greatest designers in South Africa, like in the greatest fashion designers in South Africa, like. Also, a lot of um, people that people haven't heard of because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like talent that like you know um, most of, like a lot of people are lucky to be heard and mm-hmm. some people are are very talented. It's just that no one has heard about them mm-hmm. or heard of them before. So I would like to work with absolutely anyone who's got mm-hmm. the talent and who's going to help me basically grow. And with everything mm-hmm. that you've designed, is there a specific 
um, celebrity that you'd like to dress that you think, you know what, this person would look hot in my or, outfit. Or this and person needs help. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so while we're on this, sorry, Sunny, while we're on this, did, yeah. did anyone watch Miss South Africa? Unfortunately, no. Okay. I was on the street. I, I want to ask, so it was a designer's dress, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be very careful. I'm not, not going to say who, but it was so short. It was it was literally here mm. when she sat. She was, so Jackie Berger was in the, in the commentary box with her. Oh yeah, and her dress. Is was, this the current Miss Essay? Yeah, so the current Miss Essay at Sun City. Mm-hmm. And he he dressed her beautifully, but it was so short on the side, and the cameras filming her whole leg. Mm. And it's like you're in the commentary box with Jackie Berger, who's got this gorgeous half shaved grey, beautiful hair, and these red mm-hmm. lips, and this gorgeousness. And this designer's put her in this court little rocky. Yeah, it's a bit tacky. Mm. I mean, beautiful. Mm. But Zandi, what, like, how would you approach that? Well, in terms, in terms yeah, of so they've come to you and they've said, Zandi, we've got a brief. It's Miss South Africa. We've got a guy who's already fitted proverb in his suit, but we haven't got anybody for the presenter. Um, but she really is like into showing flesh. What are you going to do? Well, if she is into showing flesh, I now think that really short slit was, uh, well, really short dress was appropriate for her because now you're saying that she wanted to show flesh. Yeah. But um, somehow for, for me to show flesh and still look classy, it's, I think, you know, there's ways to show flesh, mm. basically using mesh. Mesh, like mesh fabric. Yeah, yeah. Mesh will show your flesh while, like, you mm. know, giving you that, like, a little bit of class and yeah. cover up. It mm. doesn't make it like look so like. Oh, you also, I mean, you would also speak to the presenter and say, "Listen, <sighs> Missy, you're going to be sitting down, and there's chances that the cameras are going to be shooting up. So we advise you to wear something a little bit more she longer. Or she, mm. If she had moved, you would have seen her yes. panties. If she even had panties on. Yes. And also, and that's thing. the thing. You've got to be able to. Your whatever you're wearing has got to be functional. You've got to be able yeah. to sit in it, move in it. So. Uh, when you're with a designer, the, des- you, the designer should say to you, "Okay, how do you feel when you're sitting on this high stool now?" Or how do? You- and if it doesn't work, then you've got to do something about it. I mean, you can't be <laughs> on live TV <laughs> no. and maybe, your- I mean, maybe I'm just a prude when it comes to like yeah, that kind can't. of vibe. Might- oh no! But I was just like, oh man, so <sighs> beautiful. The detail, the beading, it was gorgeous. And then, but- like, literally up to her. Oh, like, shame. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. I'll try find a photo if we get one. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> I think I think another thing that maybe the designer needs to consider is that, like you know, when you sit down, mm. um, your garments usually come up, so it gets shorter. Yeah, dried. So um, mm. the length basically, maybe he should have basically gave it like a ten um, centimeter, like extra fabric, just yeah, like to allow her to be able to still be able to sit down and still, you know. Not look so. And Suzanne, what's your what's your vibe with dressing celebs? Because mm. it can, in terms of how I've understood your style now, mm. it I'm sure everybody could turn and say, "Oh, it's the stylist fault, not the celebs' mm. fault." You know what? I I do work with celebrities, um, but again, it's a personality thing. So if we gel, we click with each other, then the garment then works for them and me together. So, um, but I won't dress every single person because I don't think every single person is necessarily perfect for the brand. Mm. Um, so we work very closely together. And I think, again, what we were talking about now is the celebrity comes and fits the clothes. We figure out what are the shoes? What is the event? What is it for? How do we maximize it? Um, are you comfortable? Is this you? I'm not, I don't want to change their look dramatically because mm. they are more in the public eye than I am. It's about them. However, we do something that's symbiotic. So again, about collaboration. 
Um, but yeah, celebs are great. But it's also so important for you. I mean, they're like your walking models. And yes. the first thing they ask on any red carpet, yellow carpet, black carpet is, who are you wearing? So, yes. I mean, they are your models. They are your walking mannequin dolls. So Absolutely. It's a billboard. To, yeah. yeah. It's a billboard and then they must work it, you know. So for me, it's very important that the celebrities mm. do say because it happens very often because you're a celebrity, you get free stuff. And I just think that's for a designer. It's, it's, it's not it's fair. It's your work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the ones that I do work with then really plug it and make mm. sure that everything is fine. And yeah. yeah, I mean, we get to play and make cool stuff. So it's nice. Now you've mentioned a lot of the business side of things and you're still studying at these different design schools do they teach you that side of it or is it all just about design do they teach you about the business the mechanics running um, your own label um yes yes do they? we have um marketing like subjects like marketing and business practice and yeah we do Okay. They do teach us about it. Oh, that's good to know. So you yeah, wouldn't have to good. now go and do a separate business course or, no, no, no. you know, get training on that as well as the design side but of things. People don't realize fashion is actually really hardcore. I mean, you study and you work hard. Um, yeah. I remember, Carly, when I was in UJ, I was like, this is, this is easy. And so yeah. when I started uh, <laughs> doing fashion and then all of a sudden you do not sleep, I mean, you have to do that business mm. side. You have to be creative. It's a lot about math as well. So yeah. it's a very big, well-rounded thing. It's not about making pretty frocks. So. Mm. Yeah, it's not easy. Mm, definitely. Um, what are some of the design schools that you guys can mention that are wor- that are credible in the in the industry and mm. worth your money, not like a fly by night, quick six month course and ta-da, here's your diploma. Um, in Johannesburg, um, Lysoff is very good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's and um, uh, UJ Design School at UJ, I think, is also quite good. Fantastic. And where are you? Um, design School, Southern Africa. It's also with Vega. Oh, oh nice. So they're building, helping you build your brand. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. And, and what, what was the trigger for you for fashion, Zandi? Like what, what was the spark that was like, I want to design pieces of art. I, I, I want to, I want to do this with my life. Well, um, at first I wanted to be an interior, well, I thought I wanted to be an interior designer and, um, when I was in matric, I actually applied to be an interior designer and I took a foundation course in design schools out in Africa. Then, um, with the foundation course, basically you study everything like, um, graphic design, interior mm-hmm. and fashion. And I actually realized when I was there that like, you know, I keep on saying that I want to be an interior designer, but every time I sit down and start sketching, I sketch, um, garments instead of, um, buildings mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, interior spaces. But, um, I then realized that, like, I love working with um, clothing more than anything else. So, um, basically, the foundation co- course, like, helped, helped me to realize that. So, mm-hmm. For winter, it's coming up. Ooh. I know. I don't want to ask what the trends are because <laughs> we're trying to defy the trends. I think you need to know what the trends are. But we do. So what, are, like, what are some no, of the basics? No. Yes, man. No, no, no. But, no. I mean, especially if you're on, like, a tight budget or whatever, I see you wearing a, a leather jacket a or that I'm planning on stealing. So, I mean, what are a few key garments that a, a woman or a, a guy should have? You cannot go wrong with a fantastic coat. So, if you okay. think about it, like it needs to be an investment piece. Mm-hmm. So, because you're wearing it on the outer the whole time. So, something that is kind of transformative. You know, you accessorize it with a scarf, but a really well cut thing or a coat, not a thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that can go and it's something that's classic and beautiful so i would always go for that and a great leather jacket okay so mm. a, a normal jacket and a leather jacket i love yours the the cut off at the it's yeah. what, do you, what do you call it when it's cut off at this, the elbow 
It takes a very long time to, like, you know, to sew and construct um, something. Mm. And so only sometimes. I have a few of my own things that I wear sometimes. And not you get all there. The time. Like, what is mm. your yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Small steps, there. solid steps. So, yeah, baby steps, solid steps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, solid. Yeah, you missed yeah. that bit, Sandy. So don't, don't put the pressure on yourself. Mm. You know, mm. it's, you'll get there. Suzanne's everything been takes doing time. this for over a decade. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And as you, as you said, I mean, you started off wanting to be an interior designer and then something else came along. So it's it's more like evolving yourself as you go along. Now that you've decided to be a clothing designer doesn't mean that that's where you're going to end up when you're 50 years old. You could still evolve Mm. and, and Mm. change your mind along the way and go back to interior design or sculpturing or anything like that. I mean, the world is your oyster when it comes to your passions and don't think that you can't now that you've already set mm. to studying this for mm. three years and you know, Oh no, that's, that's it for the rest of my life. It's all about evolving. Yeah. Just one quick, um, different question. I want to know what you ladies do when you're not thinking about fashion or doing anything oh, related question, to fashion. To fashion. <laughs> what do you guys do? Do maybe like run around or just chill? <laughs> <laughs> run around, like run around naked in the you know, sprinklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that's what you when do, Suzanne. About fashion, yeah. what else are you doing? Um, well, I read a lot. I go to art galleries. I drink wine. Mm. Um, um, <laughs> hang out with friends. Dance around in the kitchen barefoot. Yeah, and travel. Close yes. enough. Oh, yes. Yes. Well <laughs> and you, Zandi? Well, after that list, it's a little embarrassing, but. Like, <laughs> I usually like play tennis and oh, no. oh, run. Wow. that's so cool, <laughs> so different. That's fantastic. Well, ladies, and both of you. Are, oh, do you do more than just tennis? <laughs> I watch TV. Uh, okay. That's why I said it's a little embarrassing. No, <laughs> Along with that. Not at yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love for you to keep us posted, Suzanne, mm. on the internship. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, good. It would be so interesting for us to see what's going on in the South African mindsets in yes. terms of the younger guys coming through. Awesome. So, tell Maura to keep us posted, and we'd I love know, to absolutely have them well, back. You know, I believe it's about education because if the industry grows, it means everybody wins. So the the better the quality of the interns and the students we can get out there, the the most you know it's going to be amazing for everybody. So I would love to do that. I'd, yeah, it would be amazing. Cool. And all the best for Portugal. Thank you. All Show the them what you got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Innovate that shui shui. Innovate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Zandi, well done. Hey, mm. I mean, what an incredible thing to have achieved and to have won Thank you. Um, mm. and it's it's like Suzanne said it's it's such a cool just that I think that confidence booster and also mm. it's that it's that step you 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 know it's the next small it's next baby step and it's really good for you to build on that foundation so don't yeah. lose the momentum Keep going. Um, we'll keep we'll keep in touch. But thank you both so much for having thank come you. in thank and seen us three. Um, it's so awesome to see what's going on in <laughs> South African design, um, and that it's not just about fabric. It's mm. about 
sculpturing, design, art, everything all um, you know amalgamated into this one thing that makes us look like a really, really super duper creative country, yes. which is mm. so cool. Yes. Which is what we are. Very exactly. diverse, yeah. very creative. Thank mm. you so much, ladies. Rookies and Rockstars back next week. We will be tweeting out the podcast link. So if you did miss the beginning of the show, if you would like to listen to last week's show or the week before, please download our podcasts and uh, enjoy. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. <laughs>